Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. Don't forget, grab your smartphone and download the Lava Matra app and stay in touch. Guru Maharaj's message is your advantage. The following is a Sri Krishna Chaitanya book compilation given by His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj on October 21st, 2021 in Sri Damayapur, India. Hare Krishna, dear devotees. Today we will continue with the compilation of the Sri Krishna Chaitanya book. Today's chapter is entitled A Devotee of Krishna is very rare and superior to Karmis, Gyanis, and Yogis. Under the section, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructs Srila Rupa Goswami. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela 19.136 Sri Rupa Shikha Shutragare Bhaktiras Lakkhan Bannam Prabhu Kahe Shona Rupa Bhaktirasera Lakkhan Shutragare Kahi Vistar Najai Varnan Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, My dear Rupa, please listen to me. It is not possible to describe devotional service completely. Therefore, I am just trying to give you a synopsis of the symptoms of devotional service. So, Lord Chaitanya was instructing Rupa Swami on the symptoms of devotional service. So, Lord Chaitanya was instructing Rupa Goswami on the symptoms of devotional service. He was empowering Rupa Goswami in the heart to understand all the aspects of devotional service. He was empowering Rupa Goswami in the heart to understand all the aspects of devotional service. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela 19.137 Prabhu Kripai Ruper Bhaktira Samrita Sindur Bindupan Parapare Shunno Govir Bhaktira Sosindu Tomai Chakhaite Tare Kohi Agabindu. The ocean of transcendental mellows of devotional service is so big that no one can estimate its length and breadth. However, just to help you taste it, I am describing but one drop. By taking one drop, you can understand something about the whole ocean. By taking one drop, we can understand something about the whole ocean. So, Lord Chaitanya is telling about Sunny one drop with Vati Rasamrita Sindra. So, Lord Chaitanya. He is telling Rupa Goswami about the one drop that is Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela 19.138 Prathame Brahmander Baddhajir Varnan Sankhai Bhutta Eimata Brahmander Bhari Ananta Jivagan Churashilakkhajunite Karaye Brahman in this universe, there are limitless, li limitless living entities in 8,400,000 species and all are wandering within this universe, prepared by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. This is a challenge to the so-called scientists and philosophers who presume that there are living entities on this planet only. So-called scientists are going to the moon and they say that there is no life there. This does not tally with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's version. He says that everywhere within the universe, there are unlimited numbers of living entities in 8,400,000 different forms. In the Bhagavad Gita 2.22, we find that the living entities are Sarvagata. 
which means that they can go anywhere. This indicates that there are living entities everywhere. They exist on land, in water, in air, in fire, and in ether. Thus, there are living entities in all types of material elements. Since the entire material universe is composed of five elements, earth, water, fire, air, and ether, why should there be living entities on one planet and not others? Such foolish version can never be accepted by Vedic students. From the Vedic literatures, we can understand that there are living entities on each and every planet regardless of whether the planet is composed of earth, water, fire or air. These living entities may not have the same forms that are found on this planet earth, but they have different form composed of different elements. Even on this earth, we can see that the forms of land, animals, are different from the forms of the aquatics. According to the circumstance, living conditions differ, but undoubtedly there are living entities everywhere. Why should we deny the existence of living entities on this or that planet? Those who have claimed to have gone to the moon not, have not gone there, or else with their imperfect vision they cannot actually perceive the particular type of living entities there. The living entities are described as ananta or unlimited. Nonetheless, they are said to be belong to 8,400,000 species. As stated in Vishnu Purana, Jalaja Navalakshani Stavara Lakshavimshati Krimayo Rudra Shankyaka Pakshinam Dasha Lakshanam Trimsha Lakshani Pashavaha Chatur Lakshani Manushaha. There are 900,000 species living in the water. There are 2 million non moving living entities, Stavara, such as trees and plants. And there are 1,100,000 species of insects and reptiles. And there are 1 million species of birds. As far as quadrupeds, are concerned, there are 3 million varieties and there are 400,000 species, human species. Some of these species may exist on one planet and not on another, but in any case within all the planets of the universe and even in the sun there are living entities. That is the verdict of the Vedic literatures. As Bhagavad Gita 2.20 confirms, Na jayate mriyate vakada chin. Nayam Bhutva Bhavita Vana Bhuyaha Ajo Nitya Shashvato Ayam Puranu Nahanyate Hanyamani Sharire. For the soul, there is neither birth nor death at any time. He has not come into being, does not come into being, and will not come into being. He is unborn, eternal, ever existing, and primeval. He is not slain when the body is slain. Since the living entities are never annihilated, they simply transmigrate from one life to another. Thus, there is an evolution of forms according to the degree of developed consciousness. One experiences different degrees of consciousness in different forms. The dog's consciousness is different from the man, from a man's. Even within a species, we find that a father's consciousness is different from his son's, and that the child's consciousness is different from a youth's. Just as we find different forms, we find different states of consciousness. When we see different states of consciousness, we may take it for granted that the bodies are different. In other words, different types of bodies different depend on different states of consciousness. This is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 8.6 Yam Yam Vapi Smaran Bhavan Tajatyante Kalevaram Tam Tam Mevahiti Kaunteya Sada Tad Bhava Bhavitaha One's consciousness at the Time of death determines one's type of body in the next life. This is the process of transmigration of the soul. A variety of bodies is already there. We change from one body to another body, one body to another in terms of our consciousness. Sorry, I don't acknowledge suddenly descending knowledge. So the Vedic knowledge is said to be descending knowledge. Personality of Godhead. Coming from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
and the Zionists, the Zionists, eight million four hundred thousand species. Just like it is described in the Vedas, eight million four hundred thousand of species. It's not possible for us to count all the different species. It's not possible for us to count all the different species. Also, some may be existing on this planet. Also, some may be existing on this planet. And some on another planet. And some on, an, on another planet. So, to actually understand what the universe is. So, to actually understand what the universe is. What are the living entities within the universe? And what are the living entities within the universe? We need to refer to Vedic literatures. We need to refer to the Vedic literatures. There are combined information that otherwise is beyond our perception. There you can find the information. Otherwise it is beyond our perception. Chaitanya Charita Amrita Madhya Leela 19.139 जीवात्मा और जीव स्वरूप परिमाण कैसाग्र शतक भाग पुनः शतांश करी तार समूख जीवर स्वरूप विचारी लेंथ एंड ब्रेथ ऑफ द लिविंग एंटिटी इज डिस्क्राइब एज वन टेन थाउजेंड पार्ट ऑफ द टिप ऑफ अ हेयर दिस is the original subtle nature of the living entity. And the Upanishads on this measurement of the soul is presented. In the Upanishads, this measurement of the soul is presented. And in the material world, the soul is uh, somewhat unmanifested. In the material world, the soul is having somehow un unmanifested. It has a body and this consciousness of Varsana, which the body has. His body and his consciousness complies with the body that he has. In the spiritual world, the soul expands and has a form. But in the spiritual world, the soul expands to have a form. They don't have any material body. That they don't have any material body. The body or the form of the soul and the soul are not different. The body, the form of the soul and the soul are non different. In the spiritual world. In the spiritual world. In the material world, this is the measurement of the soul. In the material world, this is the measurement of the soul. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela 19.140 Shastra Praman Srimad Bhagavate Dasham Skandar Shatashi Ardhat Trishnambha Sloke Sruti Stava Vekha Dhrita Sloke Kyashagrasat Bhagasya Shatangsha Shadrishatma Kaha Jiva Shukshya Sarupayam Shankshati Tohi Chitkanaha If we divide the tip of a hair into hundred parts and then take one of these parts and divide it again into a hundred parts. That very fine division of, is the size of but one of the numberless living entities. They are called Chitkana, particles of spirit, not matter. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, this is quoted from the commentary on the portion of Srimad Bhagavatam wherein the Vedas personified offered their obeisances unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Lord Krishna confirms this statement in the Bhagavad Gita 15.17 Mamai Vamsho Jeeva Loke Jeeva Bhuta Sanatanaha The living entities in this conditioned world are my eternal fragmental parts. Lord Sri Krishna personally identifies himself with the minute living entities. Lord Krishna is the Supreme Spirit, the Super Soul, and the living entities are his very minute part and parcel. Of course, 
we cannot divide the tip of the of a hair into such fine parts but spiritually such small particles can exist spiritual strength is so powerful that a mere atomic portion of spirit can be the biggest brain in the material world the same spiritual spark is within an ant and within the body of brahma according to his karma material activities the spiritual spark attains a certain types of body material activities are carried out in goodness passion and ignorance or a combination of this according to the mixture of the modes of material nature the living entities is awarded a particular type of body this is the conclusion the whole the body change the atma is the same therefore the body may change but the atma is the same Depending on one's karma, one may have a body like Brahma or one of the Ajapatis. Depending on one's elevated consciousness, one may, uh, one's karma, one may have a body like Brahma or the Prajapati. Or one idea, having a body as a very minute insect. or one may have the body of a minute insect asap have a human form of life such a facility of that source of existence so having a spiritual human form of life is a special facility to go back to our spiritual situation in the spiritual world chaitanya charitamrita madhya lila 19.141 শতশতর উপনিষদে মন্ত্রানুসারে পঞ্চদশীতে চিত্রদীপে 81 নম্বর শ্লোকে বলা আছে বালাগ্র শত ভাগশ শতদা কল্পিতশ্চ ভাগ জীবহ সবিজ্ঞেয় ইতি চাহ পরাশ্রুতি ইপি ডিভাইড দ্য টিপ অফ আ হেয়ার ইনটু 100 পার্টস এন্ড দেন টেক ওয়ান পার্ট এন্ড ডিভাইড দিস ইনটু অ্যানাদার 100 পার্টস that 10000 path is the dimension of the living entity this is the verdict of the chief vedic mantras the first three padas of this verse is uh, of this verse from the panchadashi chitra deepa are taken from the shvetashvatara upanishad 5.9 so upanishads and ranas so in the upanishads in the puranas same dimension is given this way soul transmigrates in this way the soul transmigrates from one body to another one body to another it never dies and it never dies it never dies divided or cut or dried and never get divided or cut or dried and it exists eternally it exists eternally it is part of it's a part of the supreme personality of god hate krishna a spiritual part chitkana chitkana hari bol chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 19.142 শ্রীমদ ভাগবতের একাদশ কন্ডের 16 অধ্যায়ের একাদশ শ্লোকে সুখশানাম অপি অহম জীবহ লর্ড কৃষ্ণ সেস among minute particles i am the living entity purport by shila prabhupad the living entity is one with and different from the supreme personality of godhead a spirit soul The living entity is one in quality with the supreme lord however the supreme lord is bigger than the biggest and the living entity is the smallest of small this is a quotation this quotation is the third pada of a verse from shrimad bhagavatam 11.16.11 lord chaitanya lord sri 
Lord Chaitanya's philosophy on the Vedanta Sutra is described as Achintya Veda Abheda Tattva. That inconceivably and simultaneously the soul is one and different from Krishna. The idea is that soul is of a same quality. The idea is that the soul has the same quality. But quantity is infinitesimally less. And the quantity is infinitesimally less. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela 19.143 श्रीमद भागवते दशम स्कंदर सताशी अध्याय त्रीस नम्बर श्लोके रहेमीताजमतृष्टतया Although the living entities who have accepted material bodies are spiritual and unlimited in number if they were all pervading there would be no question of their living being they are being under your control if they are accepted however as the particles of the eternally existing spiritual entity as a part of you who are the supreme spirit whole we must conclude that they are always under your control if the living entities are simply satisfied with being identical with you as spiritual particles then they will be happy being controllers of so many things the conclusion that the living entities and the supreme personality of godhead are one and the same is faulty conclusion it is not a fact purport this verse is also from shrimad bhagavatam 10.87.30 as was spoken by the personified vedas otherwise the third soul is the infinitesimal part of the lord otherwise the soul is a infinitesimal part and parcel of the lord Yes, quality one, quality different. It's qualitatively one and quantitatively quanti, quantitatively different. Chaitanya Charita Amrita Madhya Lila 19.144. Viru Bhede Jeev Divid Ek Sthavar Dui Jangam Jangamet Tri Vidita Jal Sthal Okhachar तार मध्य स्थावर जंगम दुई भेद जंगमे त्रिजक जल स्थल खेचर अविभेद द अनलिमिटेड लिविंग एंटिटीज कैन बी डिवाइडेड इनटू टू डिविजन्स दोस दैट कैन मूव एंड दोस दैट कैन नॉट मूव अमंग लिविंग एंटिटीज दैट कैन मूव देयर आर बर्ड्स एक्वाटिक्स एंड एनिमल्स परपोट बाइशल परपोट Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving clear instruction on how the living entities live under different conditions. There are trees, plants, stones that cannot move, but still they must be considered living entities or spiritual spark. The soul is present in bodies like those of trees, plants and stones. They are all living entities. Among moving living entities such as birds, aquatics and animals, the same spiritual spark is there, as stated herein. there are living entities that can fly swim and walk we must also conclude that there are living entities that can move within fire and ether living entities can have different material bodies composed of earth water air fire and ether the word tar madhye means within this universe the entire material universe is composed of five material elements it is not true that living entities reside only within this planet not within others such a conclusion is completely contradictory to the vedas 
stated in Bhagavad Gita 2.24 Achetyoyam Adayoyam Akledyo Shosha Evacha Nitya Sarvagata Stanur Achaloyam Sanatanaha The individual soul is unbreakable and insoluble and can be neither burnt nor dried. He is everlasting, present everywhere, unchangeable, immovable and eternally the same. The soul has nothing to do with the material elements. Any material element can be cut into pieces, especially the earth. As far as the living entity is concerned, however, he can be neither burnt nor cut to pieces. He can therefore live within fire. We can conclude that there are also living entities within the sun. Why should living entities be denied this, this planet or that planet? According to the Vedas, the living entities can live anywhere and everywhere on land, in water, in air, in fire. Whatever the condition, the living entity is unchangeable, sthanu. From the statements of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Bhagavad Gita, we are to conclude that living entities exist everywhere throughout the universe. They are distributed as trees, plants, aquatics, birds, human beings and so on. The higher planets are living entities with one day or even for one year. The higher planet has living entities whose one day equal to our one year on the earth. I mean that uh, by that calculation they may live for a few months. That means that by that calculation we may live for a few months. So they have bodies which are subtle and not so they have a body that which is subtle and not something which is aware of. So Vedas tell us about different types of life. So the Vedas tells us about different types of life. Different living entities. Like Yakshas, Siddhas. Like Yakshas, Siddhas, Sandharvas. Sandharvas. So many kinds. So many kinds. And uh, of course, they may think that maybe they're UFOs or something, but the only way we can understand this is from the Vedas. Of course, we may think that they are UFOs or something, but the only way we can understand them is through the Vedas. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila 19.145 স্থলচরের শ্রেষ্ঠত্ব তন্মধ্যে মানবজাতির সর্বশ্রেষ্ঠত্ব তন্মধ্যে কর্মী জ্ঞানী ও ভক্তের তারতম্য তুলনা তার মধ্যে মনুষ্য জাতি অতি অল্পতর তার মধ্যে শ্লেষ পুলিন্দ বৌদ্ধ সবর অলদো দ্য লিভিং এন্টিটিস নোন অ্যাজ হিউম্যান বিংস আ ভেরি স্মল ইন কোয়ান্টিটি দ্যাট ডিভিশন মে বি স্টিল ফার্দার ডাস্ট আপ ডিভাইডেড ফর There are many uncultured human beings like Mlechas, Pulindas, Baudas and Shabaras. Human form of life gives a facility to achieve liberation. The human form of life gives a facility to achieve liberation. Go back to the spiritual world. To go back to the spiritual world. What? Uh, uncultured type of human life. <laughs> but the uncultured types of human beings <coughs> which are mentioned here which are mentioned here are not very difficult for them to achieve perfection. It's normally difficult for them to achieve perfection. But if they take shelter of the bona fide spiritual master but if, we, if they take shelter of the bona fide spiritual master who is a pure devotee of Krishna, then he can deliver also these uncultured human beings. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila 19.146 Veda Nishta Madhya Ardhag Veda Mokhe Mane Veda Nishiddha Paap Kare Dharma Nahi Gane 
among human beings those who are followers of vedic principles are considered civilized among these almost half simply give while committing all kinds of sinful activities against these principles such people do not care for the regulative principles purport by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shila prabhupada the word veda means knowledge supreme knowledge consists of understanding the supreme personality of godhead and our relationship with him and acting according to that relationship action in accordance with the vedic principles is called religion religion means following the orders of the supreme personality of godhead the vedic principles are the injunctions given by the supreme personality of godhead aryans are civilized human beings who have been following the vedic principles since time immemorial no one can trace out the history of the vedic principles set forth so that man might understand the supreme being literature or knowledge that seeks the supreme being can be accepted as bona fide religious system but there are so many different types of religious system according to the place the disciples and the people's capacity to understand the highest type of religion is described in shrimad bhagavatam 1.2.6 tas savai pumsam paro dharmo yato bhaktir adokshaje the highest form of religion is that by which one becomes fully conscious of existence of god including his form name qualities past times abode and all pervasive features when everything is completely known that is the perfection of vedic knowledge that fulfillment of vedic knowledge is systematic knowledge of the characteristics of god this is confirmed by lord krishna in the bhagavad gita vedaischa sarvair ahameva vedyaha the aim of vedic knowledge is to understand god therefore those who are actually following vedic knowledge and searching after god cannot commit sinful activities against the supreme lord's order however in this age of kali although men profess to belong to so many different kinds of religions most of them commit sinful activities against the orders of the vedic scriptures shri chaitanya mahaprabhu therefore says here in ved nishiddha pap kore dharma nahi gane in this age man may profess a religion but they actually do not follow the principles instead they commit all kinds of sins our people say there following this is that religion so many people say that they are following this and that religion actually they don't follow the standards of that religion but actually they don't they don't follow the standards of that religion this is what jesus said can commandments just as lord jesus gave 10 commandments what many people don't follow that. but many people don't follow that so are different scriptures describe different practices similarly different scriptures describe different practices what people don't follow those but people don't follow those and therefore it is still kind of left service ಎಮಾನ್ಸಿಪೇಷನ್ eligible for spiritual emancipation chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 19.147 dharmachari madhye bahuta karma nishtha uti karma nishtha madhye gyani shrestha among the followers of vedic knowledge most are following the process of 
constructive activity and distinguishing between good and bad work. Out of many such sincere fruity factors, there may be one who is actually wise. Purport by Shri Prabhupada, Shri Bhakti Siddhanta Sharsati Thakur states that the word karma nishta refers to one who aspires to enjoy the results of his good work and pious activity. Some followers of Vedic principles offer everything to the absolute truth and do not aspire to enjoy the results of their of their pious actions. These are also considered among the karma nishtas. Sometimes we see pious men earn money with great hardship and then spend the money for some pious cause by opening public charities, schools and hospitals. Whether one earns money for himself or for the public benefit, he is called karmanishta. Out of millions of karmanishtas, there may be one whose voice, those who try to avoid fruitive activity and who become silent in order to merge into the spiritual existence of the absolute truth are generally known as jnanis, wise men. They are not interested in fruitive activity but merging into the supreme. In either case, both karmanishtas and the jnanis are interested in personal benefit. The karmis are directly interested in personal benefit within the material world and the jnanis are interested in merging into the existence of the supreme. The jnanis maintain that fruitive activity is imperfect. For them perfection, the cessation of work and the merging into the supreme existence. That is their goal in life. The jnani wants to extinguish the distinctions between knowledge, the knower and the aim of knowledge. This philosophy is called monoism or oneness and is characterized by spiritual silence. A sat, the brother worker, Karmanista, is destroyed, and rather than Karmanista, is a Yanni. So, the Buddhist worker or Karmanista is described, but better than the Karmanista is Yanni. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela 19.148 Muktogarar Madhya Krishna Bhaktar Shudurlavatta Uti Gyani Madhya Haayek Jan Mukta Uti Mukta Madhya Durlavak Krishna Bhakta. Out of many millions of such wise men, one may actually become liberated Mukta and out of many millions of such liberated person, a pure devotee of Krishna is very difficult to find. Purport by Srila Prabhupada In Srimad Bhagavatam 10.2.32, it is said that due to their poor fund of knowledge, the jnanis are not actually liberated. They simply think that they are, uh, they are liberated. The perfection of knowledge culminates when one comes to the platform of knowing Supreme Personality of Godhead. Brahmeti Paramatmeti Bhagavaneti Shabdhyate The absolute truth, Satya Vastu, is described as Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan. Knowledge of impersonal Brahman and the Supersoul is imperfect until one comes to the platform of knowing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is therefore clearly said in this verse, Koti Mukta Madhye Durlob Ek Krishna Bhakta Those who search after the knowledge of impersonal Brahman or localized Paramatma are certainly accepted as liberated. But due to their imperfect knowledge, they are described in Srimad Bhagavatam as Vimukta Maninaha. Since their knowledge is imperfect, their conception of liberation is imperfect. Perfect knowledge is possible when one knows the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is supported by Lord Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita. Bhoktaram yatnya tapasam sarva loka maheshwaram suhurdam sarva bhutanam nyatvam am shanti mrichati. A person in full consciousness of me, knowing me to be the ultimate beneficiary of all sacrifices and austerities, the supreme lord of all planners and demigods, and the benefactor and well-wisher of all living entities, attain peace from the pangs of material miseries. Research is going on 
for the karmis gyanis and yogis but until the search is complete no one can attain peace therefore the bhagavad gita says nyatva mam shantim ricchati one can actually attain peace when he knows me knows krishna chaitanya charitamrita madhya lila 19.140 krishna bhaktar sudurlavatta o sarvashrestatter karan ियलोर all lusty and cannot be peaceful but what by shila prabhupad the devotee of lord krishna has no desire other than serving krishna the so called liberated people are full of desires fruitive actors desire better than better living accommodations and gyanis want to be one with the supreme yogis desire material opulence yogic perfections and magic All these non-devotees are lusty, kami, because they desire something they cannot have peace. The peace formula is given by Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita, five twenty-nine. Bhoktaaram yakne tapasam sarvaloka maheshwaram suhrdam sarvabhutanam nyatvam am shanti mrityati. One who simply understands that throughout the entire universe. Krishna is the supreme enjoyer and beneficiary of all kinds of sacrifices finances and austerities we should be performed only to attain his devotional service that Krishna is the supreme being and thus the proprietor of all the material world and that Krishna is the only friend who can actually do good to all living entities suhrdam sarvabhutanam one who understand these three principles about krishna immediately becomes desireless nishkam and therefore peaceful a krishna bhakta knows that his friend and protector in all respects is krishna who is able to do anything for his devotee krishna says kaunteya pratijani hi nami bhakta pranashyati o son of kunti declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes since krishna gives this assurance the devotee lives in krishna and has no desire for personal benefit the background for this the devotee is the all good himself why should the devotee aspire for something good for himself his only business is to please the supreme lord supreme by rendering as much service as possible a krishna bhakta has no desire for his personal benefit he is completely protected by the supreme abashya rakibe krishna bishbash palan bhakti vinod thakur says that he is desireless because krishna gives giving protection in all circumstances it is not that he expects any assistance from krishna he simply depends on krishna just as a child depends on his parents the child does not know how to expect service from his parents but he is always protected nevertheless this is called nishkam desirelessness although karmis gyanis and yogis fulfill their desires by performing various activities they are never satisfied a karmi may work very hard to acquire a million dollar but as soon as he gets a million dollar he desires another million for the karmis there is no end of desire the more the karmi gets the more he desires the gyanis cannot be desireless because their intelligence is unsound they want to merge into the brahman effulgence but even though they may be raised to that platform they cannot be satisfied there there are many gyanis or sanyasis who after taking sanyas and giving up the world as false return to the world to engage in politics philanthropy or to open schools and hospitals this means that they could not attain the real brahman brahma satyam they have to come down to the material platform to engage in philanthropic activity 
thus they again cultivate desires and when these desires are exhausted they desire something different therefore jnani cannot be cannot be nishkam desireless nor the yogis be desireless for they desire yogic perfection in order to exhibit some magical feats and gain popularity people gather around these yogis and yogis desire more and more adulation because they misuse their mystic power they fall down again to the material platform it is not possible for them to become nishkam desireless the conclusion is that only the devotees who are simply satisfied in serving the lord can actually become desireless therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu says here krishna bhakta nishkam since the krishna bhakta the devotee of krishna is satisfied with krishna there is no possibility of fall down you know i the devotee of krishna is considered sasa so we can hear why the devotees of krishna is considered special that is explained here chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 19.150 shastra praman shrimad bhagavate shastra skandher chuddha shadher pancham shloke royeche mukta naam api siddhanam narayana parayanaha shudrulavah prasannatma kutishapi mahamune oh great sage out of many millions of materially liberated people who are free from ignorance and out of many millions of siddhas who have nearly attained perfection there is hardly one pure devotee of narayana only such a devotee is actually completely satisfied and peaceful purport by shila prabhupad this verse is quoted from shrimad bhagavatam 6145 the narayana parayana the devotee of lord narayana is the only blissful person one who becomes a narayana parayana is already liberated from material bondage he already possesses all the perfections of yoga unless one comes to the platform of narayana parayana and passes over the platform of bhukti mukti siddhi he cannot be fully satisfied that is the pure devotional stage anya bilashita shunyam jnana karma dhyanavrutam anukulyena krishnanushilanam bhaktiruttama one who desires nothing but krishna and who is not influenced by the process of jnana marga cultivation of knowledge actually becomes free from ignorance a first class person is one who is not influenced by karma fruitive activity or yoga mystic power he simply depends on krishna and is satisfied in his devotional service according to shrimad bhagavatam 61728 narayana para sarve na kutashchana bibhyati a person is never afraid of anything for him heaven and hell are the same not knowing the situation of narayana parayana rascals become envious by the grace of narayana a devotee situated in the most opulent position in the material world rascals are envious of narayana and his devotees but the devotee endeavors to please another devotee of narayana because he knows that by pleasing narayana's representative one directly pleases lord narayana therefore a devotee offers the best comforts and facility to his spiritual master outsiders who have no knowledge of narayana are envious of both narayana and his devotee consequently when they see that narayana's devotee is opulently situated they become even more envious but when the devotee of narayana asks such foolish people to come live with him in some comfortable situation they do not agree because they cannot give up illicit sex meat eating intoxication and gambling therefore the materialist refuses the company of narayana parayana although he is envious of the devotee's material situation 
in western countries when ordinary men storekeepers and workers see our devotees living and eating sumptuously and yet not working they become very eager to know where they get the money such people become envious and ask how it is possible to live so comfortably without working is it how is it you have so many cars bright faces and nice clothes not knowing that krishna look after his devo- looks after his devotees such people become surprised and some become envious so how far is so far is anarayana parayana so shila prabhupa is anarayana parayana and he was spreading the message of krishna consciousness around the world and he was spreading the message of krishna consciousness around the world many people took his shelter and also became narayana parayana and many people also took his shelter and became narayana parayana and became peaceful and rendering Service. and became peaceful by rendering devotional service somehow politicians don't see all the devotees are live simply by Krishna's so simply by Lord Krishna's mercy anyhow by Lord Krishna's mercy all these devotees live simply but comfortably and some people get envious against these devotees. And some people get envious against these devotees. Thus ends the chapter entitled A Devotee of Krishna is very rare and, the, and superior to Karmis, Yanis and Yogis. Under the section, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructs Srila Rupa Goswami. Do you like our ad-free videos? Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.